kids playing on tablets that he may run who reads it. If you have your own Bible, underline the word rights. Rights, the vision, rights, rights, rights. And then underline run and underline reads or read. Amen. And so I'm going to speak around these three um, words and then uh, maybe release you for and give you some few points and release you for the first session and I will just switch to the next session. Amen. 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 I can't hear you. Amen. 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 Okay. Are we there? So three important words in this scripture. And then there are three key words here. The one, first one is write, read, and run. Are we together? Are you here? Are you tired? Okay. So write. The Bible said that write down the vision. And the Lord answered me and said, write down the vision and make it plain on tablet. That he may run who reads it. So there are three key words that are in very important in this um, scripture. Uh, and then I'm going to pick them. And then I'm going to talk about the two and leave the first one. Because the first one has to do with Moses. It has to do with the man of God casting the vision. Amen. Oh, amen. amen. So, are you there? Yes. Uh, so we have write, read, and run. Uh-huh. And so, every vision, these three words, next slide please, surrounds a vision. These three words surrounds a vision. But your visuals, are you there? These three words surrounds a vision. Oh, amen. So, this, the vision will be in the middle. And these three, uh-huh. so we see this write, run, and read surrounding a vision. Now, we understand that a vision is given to a person, an individual, right? Talk to me, right? And so, and then individual also gets people to surround him in accomplishing the vision, right? And so, people must read the written vision. So, in Habakkuk chapter 2, the Bible says that write down the vision. So, the, every visionary, every leader, every Moses, every pastor must write the vision. Must write the vision. Must make it plain. Must make people understand the purpose of the church. What is our church for? What are we doing? What are we doing at this time? Do you understand what I'm saying? So in this church, if you lift up your eyes this way, you see, to see people saved, set free, and improved for this life and eternity. The vision is stated clearly. Are you there? Now, now, so it is written. So we don't have a problem with written anymore because the vision is written. Amen? Now, the next one is read and run. Hello. So, it is the duty of the visioner to write the vision and make it public or make it very plain. Do you understand? And it is the responsibility of those who believe in the vision of the leader to read and to run with it. Who heard me? Who can say it? It is the responsibility of those who believe in the vision of the leader to read and to run with it. 
Did you get it? Yeah. Are you getting it? So, if you are not reading the vision and you're not running the vision with the vision, it means you don't believe in the vision given to your leader. Wow. <laughs> That's serious, eh? Hello? It means if you are not doing assignment, if you are not doing the work given to you in the church, it means you don't believe in your pastor. You don't believe in the vision of your pastor. It means that you don't believe in him. Now, if you don't believe in your pastor, why are you here? Uh-huh. So, you must believe in your pastor. You must, are you there? So, the first word we are going to use is read. Say read. read. And read comes with an acronym um, R-E-A-D. Read. Amen. And next slide, please. Where's my audiovisual? Uh huh. Read. The first R starts for Rema. Can we all say it together? Rema. Rema. Now, Rema means, Rema is personal revelation. So, when the vision of your pastor is brought out, you must get a personal revelation from the vision. Uh-huh. Rema, it's called Rema. Are you there? Yes. Okay, I'm giving you a little time since you are writing. Amen. So, personal revelation. Personal revelation. And then we have E, means excellence. Excellence, by excellence we mean personal performance. Wow. Don't forget it's a workshop, so... Workshop is just like being in a school. <laughs> Are we together? Yes. We have A called aptitude. Aptitude means personal skill. And we have D, devotion, personal commitment. And I'm going to just explain these four words. Are we there? Are we together? So he said, write down the vision. Make it very plain that he who reads it and reading we mean people must catch a rima, a personal revelation that to see people get saved, set free and improve their lives eh, for, their, for this life and eternity. What is my personal, what is coming out to me? So when you hear the vision of your pastor, something must call you to a place of responsibility. What is the rima you are getting from it? What is actually your task? What is what is my work? What is my path? What have I dis- discovered in the vision of the pastor that will be my contribution. It's called personal, are you there? Are you there? Personal revelation. And it is your personal revelation that, that causes your commitment to be high. If you don't catch a personal revelation of the assignment of the vision of your pastor, you can't be committed. That is why people can just talk you out of a church. That's why people can convince you to stop being a pastor. That's why people can convince you to stop because you can't catch a personal revelation. So, your commitment to your church, to your pastor, it depends on your arerema, the personal revelation. If you don't catch that one, you have missed it. 
So, anyone who is reading the vision of the leader must catch a rhema out of the vision. Are you there? Must catch a rhema out of the vision. When you, when you are with a man of God or a leader, you must discover your personal revelation as to the kind of role or part you must play within his vision. What are you there? Hello. What are you We are teaching with you. Amen. Oh, amen. Next slide, please. Audiovisual. So please, audiovisuals, please listen to me as you are hearing me. You are moving. Amen. So when you are with a man of God or a leader, you must discover your personal revelation as to the kind of role or part you must play within the vision. Audiovisual, move. Are you there? Amen. Oh, amen. The visuals don't make me be in the bad books of this church, amen. Hallelujah! So, can you see what I'm saying? So, when you are with your pastor, when you're in the church, you must discover your personal revelation as to the kind of role the part you must play. So, everybody must discover his part in the church's vision. Wow! So, you remember the question I asked you to write? What was the question? Uh-huh. So you see, it's making sense now. Yes. Everybody. What? So you see, you are not skillful until you discover your commitment to the vision. It is your discovery of the vision that makes your skills be known. Mm. Are we together? Yes. Amen. Amen. So without the personal understanding understanding, your commitment will be questioned. Without, are you there? Without that personal understanding, your commitment to the vision will be questioned. Because, are you here? Because your personal revelation or understanding of the vision is what will boost your commitment. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 So, Rema brings to you to, uh, brings you to a level of conviction where you believe that I am in this for a long time. No doubt of being part of this vision. I have no doubt of the vision. I am in this for a long time. I'm going to be with the prophet for a long time. I'm going to be with the man of God for a long time. Amen. Raymond brings you to a level. Okay. Raymond brings you to a level of conviction where you, you believe that I am in this for a long time. Remember, catch it. Because, do you understand? Now, in my next session, I'm, the things I'm going to talk about, teach in our next session after this one, will help you understand some deep, deep, deep stuff. Amen. amen. Oh, amen. amen. So you must understand that there's a personal conviction. There's a part I must play. And if you are in the church, one of your greatest prayer is God. God, who am I? In the vision of the prophet. What can I do? Why have you brought me here to do? What am I doing? What will be my contribution towards the vision of the church? So you are either contributing to the vision, the progress of the church's vision, or you are contributing to the destruction of the church. Hey. 
Hello? Who heard me? Did you hear me? You are either what? Contributing to the vision or you are contributing towards the distraction of the church. Which one are you? So you can only contribute to the vision when you understand, you identify your path, the rima. Amen. Oh, amen. Are you here in this house? You see, hmm. see when we are talking about Moses and his people, you see, let me tell you something. The day the prodigal son started paying rent, he remembered that in his father's house there are many mansions. Before he didn't know. Write it boldly somewhere. This one is a whole sermon on its own. The day the prodigal son started paying rent and feeding himself, he remembered that in my father's house there are many mansions. They are laborers. There are food they eat and they give some to donkeys. I don't buy. Now I am mine. He remembered. I'll come back to it. I just want you to write it somewhere. Amen. It was until the day the prodigal son started paying rent. Then he realized that ah, in my father's house, there were many houses and many rooms. Amen. Until you use your own pot to fetch water, you will never value a drop that falls. Is it true? Hello? When there is no water and you are you are going to fetch water yourself and buy it and pay for it, you will know the value of a drop of water. Buying water for you, you, you. Some of you, you go to bathroom, you open the shower, and the thing will be dropping. <laughs> you won't understand until you start paying rent, until you start paying water bill. Then you will understand the value of a drop. Until you become the leader, you will never value value microphone. You will never value light. When it is end of month and you must pay rent for the place, and the cash is not coming, you do, you will never know. Hmm? Hello, hello. So me, my branch pastors, listen. I send them forth, and some of them say, Pastor, why don't you rent a place for us? I said, Listen to me. Let me preach. Don't worry. I want. I don't want to be in the bad books of people. Are you? Are you here? And master, you must make sure that you rent a place and give us a chair and blah 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 and blah 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 and blah 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 and blah. If your pastor rent a place, gives you a chair, gives you microphone, gives you everything, you are useless. The usefulness of your oil must produce. What must produce has been produced already. What's your usefulness? When Moses got to the rock, God never gave him water. When they cried, God said, water is here. Use effort. Use strength. Use energy. Hit the rock. 
God would have given them containers of water from wherever. But he didn't. No land is barren. The land becomes barren because you lack revelation. And pastor, this place is hard. This place is hard. Who should go there? Amen. Amen. Am I talking to someone here? So, what God told you about your leader must be the reason you will do the things you are doing. If God, are you here? God, reveal my pastor to me. Show me my assignment in the calling of my pastor. What God told you about your leader will be the reason why you are still committed to doing what you are doing. Are you there? So, my advice for you is serve your leader out of Rema. And when you serve your leader out of Rema, you will not easily be offended. Hello? Hello. Leadership. Can I, tell, can, I, can I speak freely? Yes, you, are. you see, leadership Every, if there's no leader who has never stepped on toes of people before. In fact, stepping on the toes of people is part of leadership. It's true. Lead, shouting on people and, and getting angry at people, it is part of leadership, my dear. It's true. So, okay. You have not, how many of you are mothers here? Mothers, if you are a mother, raise your hand. If you are a mother, you have a child, raise your hand. Have you shouted on your child before? Do you hate your child? Shouting is part of motherhood. Screaming is part of the calling of a mother. Stupid boy. Keep, them, keep quiet. Leave there. It is part of the vocation. If your mother has not shouted on you before, she doesn't love you. Hey. Your, your mother sometimes denial. Go and bath before you eat. It is part of the vocation. But do you change your mother because your mother says bath before you eat? Why is it that your pastor is disciplining you? You are saying because I'm changing church. And because, because your pastor rebuked you, you come to church. Hey, I don't have all the time. We, you, you come to church and you frown your face. You sit. Praise the Lord. Cemented something. It's not like that. Hello? Are you here? Listen to me. To be a great leader tomorrow, you must allow your pastor to correct you without being offended. Because if you can't be corrected today, you can never correct anybody tomorrow. And listen to me. Let your pastor correct you without losing you. Tell somebody for me. If the person you are telling is not listening, shout. Let everybody know that you are is the only orangus here. Let your pastor correct you without losing you. Yes. Hello? Without losing you. Because your pastor shouted on you the next Sunday you are not in church and you want everybody to come and visit you you do understand the vision amen no 
Amen. Serve your leader with rima, revelation. Listen to me. Leaders don't fight or scream at you because they hate you. It is on the job. They fight people because of the job. After the job, sometimes your pastor even forgets that yesterday he shouted at you. Oh, it's true. It's true. Me, I'm the most difficult person to work with. I mean, I'm sure by now you should know. You can see. I'm difficult. I'm difficult to work with. Very difficult to work with. Very difficult to work with. Very difficult. So principled. So principled. Amen. See, my, my microphone doesn't do are dead. Like, I'm talking about this one. Ah! I fire you a long time. Oh, no, I don't have your time. <laughs> Very difficult to work with. <laughs> Amen. My first service started at 4.30 a.m. and my, I close at 7. 4.30 a.m. in the morning, dawn. And I close at 7. 7 a.m. First service is over. My first service in Ghana, my first service started at 4.30 a.m. You know 4.30 a.m.? That time where people are changing gear. <coughs> church is us. We have started church. God help you. You are a leader. You are, you are not here. Hey, me, I should be there before you. Who is learning from who? Eh? Me, pastor, I am there. You are associate pastor, you are not there. Who is learning from who? If I come before you come, it means I am learning from you. Okay, let me put that one aside. I won't talk about it. Ah! Are you here? Discipline. You don't, you don't joke around me like that. Oh. Hey! No. See, my ushers don't cross me. One, one, two. I will boot you. I will boot you, kick you, throw you somewhere, bundle you, throw you away. You don't cross me. You don't. <laughs> no, no. Are you here? Are you there in this house? So, so your leader must not be, must not lose you because he he spoke something you don't like. Amen. Are you here in this house? You see, if you don't learn some things, you can't correct some things. Listen, as we are pastor eh, in the church, eh, people are watching you. When pastor rebukes you, I go like. The day you become a pastor, they will do the same. They will play your record. And even they will do worse. The Bible says, give and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, press down, shaking together, running over. So you, you receive double portion of what you rejected. So learn to be submissive. Catch a rima. Know that it is my leader doesn't hate me. I'm not offended. For me, there is no, I don't know what my father, my spiritual father would do that to make me offended. See, my father is not a cool person. Hey, stop it, but come here. Oh, yes. Come here. Shut up. Yes, sir. Thank you, sir. You're the best, sir. <laughs> ah, he's shouting for my good. <laughs> he's making me better. You're the best, sir. I love you, sir. I celebrate you, sir. Sometimes you'll be crying yourself. You see your wife and children standing there and they are shouting on you. Sir. Thank you, sir. You're the best, sir. I honor you, sir. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. 
Thank you, sir. Get out! Thank you, sir. I honor you, sir. Thank you, sir. Listen, let me tell you. It is only the wise that uses his foolishness to gain what he wants. It's okay. Good afternoon. Can I close? Can I close now? <laughs> it is only the wise, though. If you know that your leader, it is only the wise that uses his foolishness to get what he wants. And it's only the foolish that uses his wisdom to run away from what he can get. If you know your leader has something you need, no, it's not, insult is not enough. You are stupid. Is it written on your forehead? Is it written here? Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. So, sir, how can we do it, sir? When my father was releasing me to go and start my own church, you know what he told me? You have endured. You have served me. Today, I'm sending you. Go and overcome what I could not overcome. Amen. And my father said, come. One day he called me and said, come, let me take you somewhere. We went. He said, look at this place. That land, that land, that land. I'm giving it to say thank you for serving me and not being offended. Today, I owe four plots of land. Big, big, a lot. I don't know what, I, I don't know. It's okay, let me leave it here. There are some things you can't talk about. And it's what my father. That sometimes I insult you before people. And I want to know your reaction. You see, if I can disinherit you. He said, I embarrass you before people to see your reaction so that I will see whether I can disinherit you. Do you understand disinherit? Yes. So it means the thing he was doing, he knows, the guy knows what he was doing. Intentional. And you take it serious. Look at him. His face too is not nice. His front, the face is not nice. He's going to be affronting the face that is not nice. Today, are you, are you here? Yeah. See, there's no way pride, nowhere will, pride will take you nowhere. Mm-hmm. If your children see you are enduring, there is nothing you will tell them they will not endure. They saw their father saying, Thank you. They today they will say, So follow your leader, serve out of Rema. No, the next thing you must understand is that your leader is a man subject to like passion. So he will get angry. He will make mistakes. Yes. But it doesn't mean you should, you should expose him, disgrace him. Do... Hello? Hello? Church historians are saying the problem of Africa is because of Genesis chapter 8. What? You know Noah's the, the, the children of Noah? Shem, Ham, the last one, Japheth. These three people, one saw the nakedness of their father and told the whole world and their father cursed him. 
He says, servants or servants shall you be. And the Bible, according, if you study your, if you have a map, old, old Bible map, Atlas, Bible Atlas, when you look at it, you will see that when Noah's children left their, their father's house and they were traveling, Ham, the one the father cursed, came to Africa. When you go, <laughs> oh, check it. Oh, no, 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 check it. It has Ham, Jephthah, and all of them. You just came to Africa. He entered through Egypt. And the other ones went to Europe. Others went to Asia. And look at it. And he said, servants or servants. Shall you be? Because you saw your father's nakedness and you told the world about your father's mistakes. And these people covered the nakedness of their father. And their father blessed them. Leave you with your leader according to Revelation. And my pastor talks too much. I don't know why. I don't know why. I don't know why. Nikola, I've decided that this church, I want to stop. I want to stop. All the offering they are giving to pastor alone, but I don't know why. It is we, we are doing the donkey work, donkey work, and the pastor is enjoying. Bamboo, they work. Bamboo, we are the bamboo. We are, we are working and monkey, they chop. Why? <laughs> Hello? One, one day, myself and my father, my spiritual father, we went to pray for somebody. In fact, not my, it wasn't part. We went to pray. He said, there is this man who is sick, and I want you to go. Me and one of my pastor friends, we were all serving the same. We went to pray. Pray, 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 pray. And then the man blessed that with money. And then we took it. And then we went, and then we, we gave it to the, our father. My friend was like, ah, the money is for us. Let's share it. I said, no, 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 let's take it back. The woman we went there, listen to this. The moment we got, we got my, my father's office, he said, I know. That envelope is $2,000. The man you went told me, hey, what if we have taken our share? Face, he looked at my face. My my father sent somebody go to this place. He went. They gave him some money. He came. He didn't tell the old man. The old man was there. Three months after, the old man said, "I sent you last time you went. The money they gave you is a sign of your future. You have eaten." Because that seed they gave you is not supposed to be eaten. It's supposed to be on the altar. You have eaten it. It is your future worth. You have eaten. There is nothing in the future for you again. That pastor today is begging. Begging. Begging to eat. It's okay. Just, let me just preach. Let me just talk and go home. I don't want to. Walk with your leader by revelation. Not your stomach. Not your mind. I don't know whether you understand what I'm saying. Hello? Hello? Hello. Do you understand? 
Don't just just go. E is excellence. Say excellence. excellence. And by excellence, are you there? When you get to you see, are you here? I work with the leader according to excellence. I mean, they say when you go to school, your performance is measured by certain standard, right? A, B, C, D. Measured by standard, pass, average, whatever. In the same way, when you work with the leader, you, he measures your performance. He measures you. Are you here? When you are really following your leader well, it tells in your performance. Hello. Hello. The disciples never went around telling people, we have been with Jesus. We have been with Jesus. The people saw the way they were living and they said, these are Christians. When you are really following a leader, it tells in your performance the things you do. This, ah, this one, he's doing, the way he's doing the thing, he's doing like his father. When you are outside and you are leading prayer, people will think it's your pastor. Your voice. Your walk. Hallelujah. Are you, are you here? So anyone who is a reader of a vision is not lazy around a man of God. If you are a reader of a vision, you are not lazy around your prophet, around your Moses. You are not. You always want to get things done. Amen. Laziness is an indication that a person's performance is low. <laughs> Amen. Amen. So if you if you really read a vision, you will work hard for the vision. You work hard for the vision. Amen. You will sacrifice for the vision. Are we there? The first law of service is sacrifice. Where please I want you to just write it very fast so that I can just talk about this. I want to jump some few points. Because of time, I'll be jumping because I have a lot to talk about. I'll be jumping. Amen. I should take my time. I should get all the time, mom. Please. Oh, my filler will finish. Sacrifice. Are you there? Sacrifice. The first law of service is called sacrifice. Say sacrifice. Sacrifice, sacrifice is where you pay the price for the price of another. Wow. This is a very serious statement, huh? Sacrifice is where you do what? Now, two words here. Price and prize. Sacrifice is where you pay the price for the prize of another. (laughs) So, you go through something to make somebody stand. You labor to make the work work. You go through insult to make your pastor become popular. It's a sacrifice you make. And there's no man that sacrifices that will not be rewarded. Amen. Amen. Are you here? So, sacrifice, you must pay a price for the price of another. Listen, because you are not paying a price for anybody's price, that is why nobody is paying a price for your price. The Bible says, Give and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, praise and shaking together, running over, will he cause men and women to give up to you? When you give, he gives back to you. Good measure. Press down. Shaking together. Running over. Will he cause men and women to give back to you? So, whatever you can't give, don't expect. If you can't give loyalty, don't expect loyalty. If you can't sow faithfulness, don't expect faithfulness. If you, are you here in this house? So, if you cannot sacrifice for the price,
price of another to gain the price. If you don't pay the price for somebody to get the price, you will never, nobody will pay the price for your price. Hello? Somebody here? Who is here? Who is angry? Who is happy? Who is thanking God? Nobody. Amen. Hallelujah. Learn to pay the price. Learn to sacrifice. Am I talking to somebody here? See, this generation, we are looking for, God is looking for people who are selfless. Selfless, oh, selfless. Tomorrow is Sunday. We want to see how selfless you are. By the time you come to church, by the people you bring to church, by people you are helping to stand, people you are helping. Are you here? When you come to church and the place is dirty, you say, Osha, come and see. Which one is that one? Hello? Hello? Ah, hello. I can't wait for my next session because there are a lot I want to talk to you about my, my next session. Are you here? So make sure you pay the price. Amen. I can hear you. Amen. Amen. Ah, I can hear you. Amen. Amen. So people who work for reward don't have a heart of service. Servants. People who work for reward don't have a heart of a servant. People Okay. People who work for reward don't have the heart of a servant. They don't. Everything they do, they want pastor, give me something now. Give me something now. Pastor, are you, hello? <laughs> my, there is nowhere my father sends me and gives me money. Ah! There is nowhere. My father calls Evans, um, can you do this for me, this and this and this? Thank you. God bless you. As to whether you have money, there are some places you walk. You walk, ah, you get to place. you are tired. One day, my, my father came to me and said, I had, I, was, I had then started a church somewhere. I was like four or five years ago. And he came to me. He, he came to where uh, my office. And he said, I have decided that this black car, you take it for the number of years I've made you walk. I was like, did this man really know I was walking? Because I could walk and a white shirt becomes a brown shirt. Dust and sweat. The mixture, the combination is powerful. People want the car. They don't want the pain. People want, you don't want to go through the process. They want the prestige, not the process. Hello? Do, do you understand? Yes, no. Last two weeks, I had a call from, my father sent me a message. He said, ah, there is this, my V8, I've not been using for this for, uh, for some time now. I, I wanted to give it to somebody, but my wife said that I should, mommy said I should give it to you. Because, because um, many years ago, when we were giving birth to our children. You were around to carry them. And then my 
children were messing up on you and you didn't even say anything. So, I always say we should give it to you to say thank you. <laughs> I just said, I told her. <laughs> All of a sudden, I called home. I said, give that black back, that car at the back there. Give it to that pastor. Give, give it. Empty the house. <laughs> Hello? I called my friends. I told them, hey, in June, you will see me. Level will go change. I've not bought a car before. In the use, I they get. He's using, I am getting. I don't even know the price of a car. How much is a car? I don't even know. I don't even bother myself. Bother. As long as I have served well. Am I talking to somebody? As long as I have labored well. As long as I have served well. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Amen. Even, in, even in Kenya here, I have a mother. I'm staying in somebody's house, Mama Mungania's house. And I, well, the first time I met her, I decided to serve her. She said, Mother, oh, Mama, what do you want? I said, ah, I sent my PA, take her to the market. She wanted to buy this pay, pay, pay. When she went, I had no money. Then she invited me to come to Kenya to come and preach for her. I came. I preached. And then she put me in her house. First of all, she put me in a hotel. So I was there. She said, No, I want you to. God told me I should bring you to my house. And then we were in the house. I wake up in the morning. And then I clean the house. I wake up early. It's my orientation now. Service no will kill you. Service will not kill you. Service will give you honor. I wake up early morning. Clean the the car is, I wash it. Before the driver will come from his house and come, I've washed the car. I've, ah! And this, and I'm a, I'm a man of God. I pastor a church in Ghana. I have a wife, I have children, I have five children. My firstborn is 22 years. My firstborn has finished university. She's working with KPMG. Yes! Don't look at my face like that. We started early. And I go back and I wake up, mommy, are you going? Where she's going? I, I carry her back. You think I'm a fool? I'm not a fool. You know, one day she told me, Apostle, you will never sleep in a hotel as long as you are in Nairobi. This my house is your house. This room is your room. Anytime I'm here, anytime you are in, in here, that is your room. This cook will cook for you. This driver will drive you around. How did I get it? This, I am a foreigner. I don't know her. She's, yeah. Use your wisdom to stay where you are. I go use my foolishness to get what you don't get. She wakes up and said, I want you to go to this place and preach. Can you go? She said, yes, ma'am. Even if I can't, I say yes, ma'am. <laughs> Hello? Do, do you understand? Service. Service. She told me, I, I want you to, everybody that knows me, I want you to know them. <laughs> yeah, so, I, when I came to, 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 to Nairobi, she was in the States. Hi. 
enjoy the house. She told me that place is yours. Are you okay with that? Or I should get you a place. I said, Oh, ma'am, no. Oh, if you want another place, I can get you a place. Okay, the house in Kamulu, that house, I've given you one room there. I said, Hey, how did I get all this? It's not because I was praying, you know. I don't look at some of you are praying. See, the poorest people in the church are prayer warriors. They pray without serving, they pray without giving. Let me just put it up. Somebody is getting angry. If, are you getting hungry or angry? Amen. Oh, amen. So, cultivate the heart of a servant. Are you here in this house? See, there is nobody that serves and serves with smiles. Service is painful. But you see, there is a reward in service. Oh, yes, yes. There is a reward. Places have entered eh, just because my boss will say, um, I went, uh, I've been sent to the last time I was in Singapore so I've been sent to Singapore I have to go a minister in Singapore but um, where's your passport um, get him the ticket go to Singapore tomorrow say hey <laughs> I called my wife said please I'm not coming home I'm going to Singapore he said ah my pastor said ah um, you don't have any luggage eh? okay take him to the boutique get a new dress <laughs> I'm in Singapore I'm preaching and, and listen to me. Listen, everybody listen. And those of you who are pastors, listen to this. When you have opportunity of standing on the altar of your father, acknowledge that grace. Acknowledge the oil that made you. No man is an island. No man is coming from nowhere. Every man is coming from somewhere. Acknowledge the grace, the oil. You, you lose nothing by saying, I want to honor the grace of God upon my papa. Thank you so much, papa, for this opportunity. When I went to Singapore, I said, eh? I'm here because I was sent by my bishop. I have no message, but the message he has given me. This message I'm going to preach is his message he preached, and I heard him preach, and I recorded it to come and preach to you. And then he said, oh, wow. Then he said, okay. Then when you come, I'm taking you here. I went again. Papa sent me here. He wanted to be here and he couldn't come. And he told me to come and speak for him. In fact, my message is a message he has written. And I copied his note. And I'm bringing it to you. This is my voice. By the spirit is Papa's spirit. sit down. <laughs> ah, so you, your pastor is preaching, you don't even write. You are chewing gum. As if there's no instrument in the church. Confusing the sound. What is that? No. That's not how we do it. That's not how we do it. Am I talking to somebody here? Honor your prophet. Honor your pastor. Right. Quote your pastor's word on your status. My, are you here? Yes. This, this was by my pastor. Yes. Let every demon see that you are, you are connected. Paul, I know. 
are you? Under whose authority are you operating? You can't do it. If you go to your colonia or wherever, I am here because Papa sent me. Papa gave me a word for you. You will be blessed. The grace of Papa is upon me. As I stand here, the oil of Papa runs upon my life. The same grace that God is using Papa to do, that grace will manifest. Wherever you are, because of the grace of Papa upon my life, even the color of your skin will change. People also registers their confidence in you. Listen to me. Members are loyal to their pastor, not to their subordinate. No matter how they clap for you. You know mosquito. You know you, you, mosquitoes. A, 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 small, a, a, a child mosquito is called a small mosquito. A baby mosquito. One day, the mother has been taking it for training. And the mother, the mother left it. And, uh, and it's going down, and the mother catches it. One day, after the mosquito mastering the art of flying, one day without the mother's notice, the guy said, today I will fly. The mosquito started flying. Then all of a sudden, people started clapping. Bah, 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 bah. So the mosquito baby came home and said, Mama, when I went, I flew so well. People were clapping for me. And the mother said, hey! They were not clapping. They wanted to kill you. They said, ah, mama, no. It's a clapping. He said, ah! That is how they kill us. So you too, you are a young pastor, you are receiving pa, 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 pa. Some of the pa, 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 it's not because we are receiving you. They are doing some pa, 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 away. Honor the grace. No matter, listen, are you here in this house? No matter how strong or how powerful this beer beer grows, it can never outgrow this one. This one, no matter how powerful this one is, it will never outgrow this one. This one came to me, this one sitting quiet. This one, they will take it off. This one will stay. Let me leave you to go home. Let me leave you to go. <laughs> so serve well and honor well. Any man that is talking to you to stand against your leader is an enemy. Fight against that man. There are some of you, if you miss your Moses, you have missed for life. There will not be a substitute for your Moses. Amen. 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 So don't work for reward. I don't don't work because I want my, my, my pastor must give me something. Pastor, please listen to me. No amount of money you receive from church will be enough to feed you. So people who work for reward don't have a heart of a servant. They are more. Their only motivation is what they, they will get out of the things they do. Don't work for reward. Say, whatever you are doing in the house of God, have it in your mind that you are paving your way to the top. One day, I will be at the top. Today, I'm serving. I'm going through pain. But my target. 
get my destination is the top. You may not respect me today, but when my servanthood is complete, when my service is complete, when my apprenticeship is complete, you will see me at the top. Go through the process. One day you get to the top. Amen. People who are great today are great because at the time they abandoned their careers and started serving. There was no reward for them. But after, afterwards, they became great. Watch what I said. People who are great today are great because at the time they abandoned their careers to serve and started serving, there was no reward for them. At the time, like today, you are ushering, working in the church, no reward for you. But after a time, there shall be a reward. There shall be a reward. There shall be a reward. I said there will be a reward. So you will, are you here? That people, every man who is great today, once upon a time, was a servant. They served. They followed. And they got there. A true man of God. Who, who is driven by vision does not work for reward. Yet, he gets blessed. Are you here? Don't work for reward. Don't serve because of reward. I want him to get me this. I want him to... Don't have... No, 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 no. Serve because you are serving God. One day. If you just serve God, God will just bless you. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Because of time, eh? I can talk about everything. And let me talk about aptitude. Say aptitude. Aptitude. A, so I was talking about R... I was talking about E. I was talking about, right? Oh, are you here? I'm talking about, I'm still on read, yeah? Read. <laughs> and I've spoken about what? Rhema, personal revelation? Excellent. Be excellent at what you do. Whatever you do, do it well. Do it from your heart. Do it, do it, do it, do it well. Do it well. Amen. There was this man that stays, he had a house. That was actually in our area where I used to live. And the, his boss, he, he's the contractor. And somebody, the, there was a man, he worked for a man. And the man in his mind said, I want to build a house for this man. So he told the man, I, am, I want you to build a, a two-story for me. Because I am in Canada. I'm coming home. I'm coming to Ghana in um, two years' time. So he, he was sending money to the contractor to build a house for him. But in the mind of the man in Canada, he was building it for the man. But the man didn't know. So when he started building a, um, a two-story, the man, the contractor was stealing the cement. And what he's supposed to um, hello? No, no. What is supposed if, for instance, this pillar is supposed to take, like, say, five bags of cement, this man will use a lot of sand and one bag. Oh! And build a house. After the house was completed, the man came down from Canada and he threw a party. Called people. And he said, This man, stand up, sir, has served me for many years. Now, I gave him money to build this house for me. But this house, I have decided to give it to him. 
the man fell down and started crying. And people were like, why are you crying? He said, no, I don't want this house. <laughs> the man said, no, it's a full house. Two-story building, painted, everything. It is yours, take it. He said, I don't want. Then the man opened his mouth and began to talk. When I was building the house, I used inferior products. This house, if you stay inside, by latest two years or three years, it will break. It will collapse. Because there is no iron rod. There is no enough cement. But the man said, but I sent you money for it. He said, I used the money on myself. The man said, whether you like it or not, this building is for you. You too. That thing is for you. That ministry may be for you. Build it well. Aptitude. Are you here? <laughs> Aptitude. Aptitude. If you understand the vision of your leader, you will bring on skills. You look for skills. You bring a skill. Aptitude. Are you here? You bring a skills on board. Skill. Amen. Amen. You bring a skill on board. You not just come and say, eh, there's a, no, 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 no. What are, what are you adding to the, to the leader, to your leader for him to become great? Many people have no skill and the only alternative is in the ministry. And I want to be an officer, I want to be this, and they're they just disturbing. Amen. Oh, oh amen. 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 And I said, do you understand what I'm saying? So, if they have no skill, there are some pastors, they have never, since they became a pastor, they have never won one soul. I said, since they became a pastor, since we, are, they, we ordained them as pastors, they have never won one soul, but they say they are pastors. Hello? No one soul. Even, they don't even care about whether the church is growing or not. The only thing they care is about is that when the church is over, pastor, give me my thousand shillings, give me two hundred, give me this, that's what they want. Amen. You must develop a skill that will be an added that will be added to the leader's vision. Develop something. What can you do? Are you here? Maybe you can do school evangelism, bus evangelism. Do create, a, create a system that will add to the vision of your leader. Yes. Are you here? Oh my God. Am I talking to somebody here? Do something that will add to the vision of your leader. Don't just come and sit down and say, uh-huh. okay sir, okay sir, okay sir. No. What are you bringing on board? What are you bringing on board? What are you adding to the betterment of the vision of the leader? What are you bringing to push the leader to the, ne- to the next level? You can create your own job description if you have the understanding of the vision of your leader. Get a job. Get yourself busy. In the church, locate something you can also do in the church to make the vision work. A pastor has not given me work to do, so I'm sitting down to wait for pastor. You will sit forever. Amen. Make sure that... The, are you here? Amen. So, you can create your own job description if you have the understanding of the leader, the, the vision of your leader. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Am I talking to somebody here? Do something. What are you bringing on board? The best place to work out, the, to work without motivation is the church. Work it out. You must... You must see it as an opportunity to develop yourself. 
Amen. It's an opportunity to develop yourself. Develop yourself. What are you bringing on board? You may not know. You may not know how to do some things, but there are some people in the church that know how to do something. Learn from them. Go to the technical department. Are you? Am I talking to somebody here? Please listen to me. Listen to me. Every leader who lacks the ability of reproducing himself is a weak leader and is a sabotage. Who understand what I mean? Who heard me? Nobody heard me. Who can say it? Who can, who can repeat what I said? Yes, ma'am. Who lacks the ability? Of what? No. I didn't say reproducing. Okay, let me say it again. Please listen to me. Every leader who lacks the ability of reproducing himself is a weak leader and is a sabotage to the vision. If in the absence of the keyboardist, the keyboardist has been a keyboardist in the church for one year and he could not train anybody to play the keyboard. And the day he's sick, the keyboard is there and there's no keyboardist. That guy is a wicked person. He's an enemy of the church. Can I go home? Can I go home? It's getting hotter. Can I go home? Please, can I go home? He's wicked. He's an enemy of the church. Hello? Listen to me. If your absence creates vacuum, then you are not leading. Thank you. Are you here? If your absence creates vacuum, then you were not leading. You came for fanfare. Do you know fanfare? You are just having fun. You are what? Doda. You are dodaing. If you're absent, do you understand what I'm saying? If, if when you are not there, nobody can do what you are doing better. Oh, then you're a wicked person. You must be feared. You are dangerous. If we put the devil aside, you are the next. So every... <laughs> so every... Listen, are you here? So every commitment you have, Look for people you can pour yourself into. My absence will not retard the work of God. I think I deserve a clap of faith for this one. Are you here? If your absence makes the work of God suffer, heaven stands against you. That is why many people who used to do something in the church, when they stop, their life go bad. Oh, watch it. This is not a... Watch it. He used to play drums. He stops church and then he's walking about. Now watch him. You watch. He used to play drums and then we pay him. 
And then, oh, he didn't teach anybody. He stopped church. Watch him. Watch people who used to work for church and we pay them like drama, keyboardists, and all that. Watch them. They have done that for about 10 years. They have nothing to show. Oh, have you noticed that? Oh, check it. You'll be like, I'm giving you a very free research work. Do it. Research topic. If your absence creates vacuum, it means, are you here in this house? Ah, when you are not there, somebody you have raised should be able to do better. The church will do better in my absence. The church, the, the choir must do better in my absence. Yes, because you'll be raising people. You'll be raising people. Sing like me. Keep singing. Play like this. In your own secret time, get people. I want you to play this keyboard. Maybe one day I'll be sick. I might not be able to come to church. Learn it and play like this. Play it like this. Play it like this. Play it like this. Good leader. Hello? Are you here in this house? All the days, all the life of Jesus, Jesus used all his life to raise successes. People that will do the work after him. They are successes. Who is succeeding you? So you are sick. Is it because of that? We have to call you. Come and play me if you are sick. Else, let's look for some. So the pastor, the, do, uh, please, can, uh, um, um, pastor, pastor, pastor Anderson, can you get, get me another keyboard, please? My keyboard is sick. Oh. There are human beings in the church that you can even train. Even if there's no human beings, teach goats. I think I have to go. Teach people. Do, do you understand what I'm saying? Get the young the children's service, the 15, 16. Teach them. Show them. You can do it. Do, do you understand what I'm saying? Yes. Teach them. Pour yourself into people. And let people be able to do The work of God must not suffer. Because you are you have been transferred from here to Mombasa. So there's no keyboardist. Then we are now looking for another keyboardist. Ah I think you are a Jehovah wickedness person. Jehovah wickedness. You are a Jehovah wickedness person. Hello? So everything you know to do, reproduce yourself in the church. Amen. Amen. If you are not reproducing yourself, you are Jehovah wickedness person. You are in the church, so Jehovah. Wickedness means you are wicked. Jehovah wicked. I'm, I'm not saying Jehovah wickedness, I'm saying Jehovah wickedness. Reproduce yourself. Bring something on board. Amen. Bring something on board to help the vision of your leader. Am I talking to somebody here? So, if you can see your future, if you can see your future, you will see that some everywhere you work is a step towards that future. If you can see your future, you can see that everywhere you work, everywhere you have been, anybody you have met, is a step towards that future. Ah, what is so nice and what will be so glorious that one day, at your 80th birthday, 
50 people will stand up and say, this man taught us how to play keyboard. And now on his 80th birthday, they are coming to play keyboard in his honor. How will you feel? No, how will you feel? <laughs> Hello? So how will you feel? Ah, people you have trained, they have come, say we are coming to sing in his honor. For he, he, he is the one that trained me to do this. He's the one that did it. And now they have gathered at your 80th birthday. At your 90th birthday. They have gathered to give you honor. They may not give you money, but they are sharing their testimony. 25 years ago, this man found me when I was nobody. He taught me how to become this. I am who I am because of this man. Thank you. Then this one too will come. Thank you. This one too will come. Even if you are going to hell, God will take you to hell. <laughs> but, that, but some of you, people are saying, it's because of this sister I didn't learn keyboard. When I am coming, because her, her, because her boyfriend is the keyboardist. So when I'm coming there, because, uh, anytime I come, she change mood. Hurry up, let's go. Because of that, I only learned how to play do for six years. Do eight years. Do only only do for six years. Because of you, I to be to your honor. Come on. Are you here in this house? Yeah. It, it will be to your honor. When um, Kibaki died, I was just listening to some documents. People were, people were saying he was the one that just wrote the constitution and this, that, this, that. And people were saying, nice, nice, nice. So I was asking my pastor friend, so you two, when you die, what would they say? <laughs> the pastor that gave up, what would they say? Hello? 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 If one day God takes you from this church and plants you in another place, what will be the legacy in this house that people will keep saying about you? Hello? 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 <laughs> I know today if you don't have headache, you won't have headache again. What will they, will they say about you? Eh? When your children are growing, what will people say their father was? Yeah, their mother. Oh, their father was a keyboardist. And he taught all the young ones in the church how to play keyboard. Ah, that man. Even if he sees you, he will greet you. And he says he's a leader. Anytime that man is preaching, I, I decided not to come to church. How can you preach to me and not greet me? <laughs> Hello? To be great, you must have an apprenticeship mentality or mindset. Okay, so um, please just follow me. If she come, he comes, he comes. If he doesn't, just follow me. To be great, you must have an apprenticeship mindset. The mindset of an apprentice. To be great, 
either to be great you must have what an apprenticeship mindset hmm? is a terminology right <laughs> to be great you must have an apprenticeship you know apprenticeship apprenticeship is someone who is learning the trade right apprentice you know apprentice okay eh? apprentice yes a protege somebody who is learning after somebody yes but you know you, know, you don't know apprentice like somebody you know if you go to a hairdressing saloon there's somebody who is learning how to do the hair oh you don't have people here like that oh if you go to a mechanic shop you know there are people who are coming to learn make, uh, how to repair cars how do you call them those small ones those the big one is called mechanic and the young one is what is what the learners so the learners so the learner is an apprentice okay so let's put it that way so he's a learner okay so to be great you must have a learner's mentality so an apprentice an apprentice right an apprentice is someone who is following a master who is learning after somebody do you understand hello are you getting me? Yes. So an apprentice is someone who is learning after somebody. So to be great, you must have an apprenticeship mindset. A mindset of a learner. A learning mentality. That you are here to learn. Yes. You are not here to compete. Yes. You are not here to, uh, to show what you have. Yes. And when I was in the Hello? 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 If you don't learn well as a student, when we give you a lifetime vocation, you will destroy it in one month. Look, if you don't learn well as an apprentice, when we give you a vocation, a lifetime vocation, you can't handle it. Learn well. Are you here in this house? Am I talking to somebody here? So learn well. Tell somebody learn well. Learn well. Break something on board. Learn something. Some of you, the person that are you here? That some of you look at look around your church. What are, what can't we? What are people doing that we are not doing? Can we learn it so that we can come and do it well here? Am I talking to somebody here? Yes. Who is angry at me? At least one person should raise their hand. At least one person. So that there will be a balance. <laughs> Amen. So learn. Listen, listen to, the, to some of you, this is the only opportunity you have to build a future. I'm telling you. Five, 30 years. What you could not learn at 15, all of a sudden now you are, you are approaching 30 something and you're about to get married. The moment you get married, this is your husband to not let you sleep. That will pay my bills for two weeks. 
And there are some people, they are, God bless you. It's enough to punch holes in my hands. That, that cannot be healed for eight years. Hallelujah. Are you blessed? Oh, are you blessed? Oh my God, are you blessed? Hallelujah. So bring something on board. Amen. I, am I talking to somebody here? Bring something on board. Learn new things. Bring in new things. Get new ideas. Are you here in this house? Even, and this thing I'm teaching applies even in the business field. Bring new things on board. Let, when your pastor sees you, let him be happy that ah, this woman, as she's coming here, she may not have money, but she will do things. She has ideas. She can lead me to some places I can get some help. You, you don't know anybody that can help. You, you can't help. <laughs> you, you can't help. You, you don't know anybody that can help. You, you can't go anywhere. What should we use it for? Eh? Hello? Hello? So bring something on board. Are you here? Oh my God, are you here in this house? And there must be devotion. Devotion. If you really understand the vision of your leader, you will be, to- you will be totally committed. Hallelujah. Is somebody blessed? You'll be committed to the vision of your leader. you pray for your pastor. You will encourage your pastor. Amen. Now, hello. Amen. So that's about read. These are people that read the vision. I've not even started run. Read. Amen. Oh, amen. So to read a vision means you must catch your own revelation. You must, you must perform. You must bring on, on board certain skills and you must be devoted. Devoted and committed. You understand? Bring some things on board. Bring an idea. Pastor, can I suggest this, 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 this? Okay, can we do this? I, the, ah, pastor, I've been able to mobilize 10 people in my area that want to come to church. Which pastor won't be happy? That you, have, you are getting my tattoo to bring people to church from your area. Ah. Uh, hello? But you, because of you, everybody stay in your area has stopped church. Because of you, pay one person. Everybody that is coming from your area, they don't come to church again. Because you have fought the good fight of faith. To destroy everybody in the area. Because of that, the church is not popular in your area. May God set you free. If you don't say the amen well, I suspect you. I say, may God set you free. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Bring something on board that will bring about the change. Bring about the transformation. Amen. Lift your right hand and say, Oh God, as long as I am part of this commission, I am part of this church. This church will be great. This church will be richer. This church will be mighty. This church will grow. I cannot be part of this church for this church to go down. Because I am part of this church. I will do things that will make the church a great church. 
I will stand with the visioner of the church. I will help to build. I will not be offended when my leader rebukes me. I will submit to my leader. I will stand with my church. I will defend my church everywhere, anytime, all the time. Help me, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. Can you put your hands together unto the Lord? Amen. No, I want to take a question. And before I take this question, I want you to change position. So I want those of you who are sitting here to move here and move, you know, that thing. Uh Or you can go back here and you here. Change position. Change position. Change position. Change position. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, you can. Oh, I I think this place. Oh, okay. Uh, thank you. It's a nice way of making people ask me to wake up. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. Lift your hands wherever you are. I'm not sure. Bl- My life will never go down because I am a builder. I shall never lack. I am a builder. Church. My life will never go down. I am a builder of God's house. My hands will never be dry. Oh, put your hands together and thank you. Hallelujah. All right. Amen. So lift your hands. We are going to thank God. Just open your mouth and begin to thank. Begin to thank you. For you are great. You do miracles so great. There is no one else like you. Oh yeah. There is no one else like you. For you are great. You do miracles so great. There is no one else like you. Oh yes. There is no one else like you. For you are great. You do miracles so great. There is no one else like you. Oh yes. There is no one else like you. For you are great. Oh, you do. Open your mouth. God pray to him. Tell him, make me a great leader. Make him a great leader. Make me a great leader. 
Make me a great leader. Make me a faithful leader. I am a builder. I will build. Help me to be a builder. Open your mouth and pray. God, take over my weakness. Take over my weakness. Strengthen me, God. I don't want to be a weak man. I want to build. I want to build. I want to build. Use me extraordinary in this house to build your kingdom, to build your church, to build your church. For you From today, let people see a difference in my leadership. Let people see a difference in my life. Let people see a great difference in my life. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I will lead well. Give me your spirit, oh God. Give me your presence, oh God. Touch my life, my father. For you are great. You do miracles so great. There is no, no one else like you. There is no one else like you. Open your mouth and pray now. Open your mouth and pray now. I am committed to building. I am committed to building. I will build. Make me a builder. Use me to build. 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 Mate de ko shatata ha. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. How many of you are blessed? I don't know if you are going to do something different. Amen. Amen. Okay, so thank you so much for um, being part of the first session. Is that first session or second session? So this is the third session. Okay, so you are welcome to the th- third session. Amen. I'm going to speak briefly. I'm just going to, going to give you some few points then release you. Amen. A- amen. I know myself. I'm a very long talker. I don't get tired talking. So I am going to just give you some few principles and I believe it will do you good. Amen. Amen. I don't know if you are tired. If you are not, if you, are, you must be tired. Say the truth and shame the devil. You are tired. The world is rude. The world is rude by tired men. Oh yes. Yes, 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 yes. Amen. A- amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So I'm going to um, talk on servanthood. Jesus' leadership model. Servanthood. Amen. Servanthood. Can we all say it together? Servant, servanthood. Amen. Amen. And that was Jesus' model of a great leader. Servanthood. Or servanthood. Amen. At this time around, I'm not going to project. Amen. So you have to listen to me attentively to be able to write. Amen. 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 Servanthood. Say servanthood. Now, you see, many of us, when we talk about leadership, we, because of our background and where we are coming from, we see leadership from different, different angles. For instance, um, the worldly people understand leadership from a different perspective. Are you there? Now, when the world is, the worldly people are talking about leadership, they talk about position. They talk about possession. 
and they talk about power or prestige. Do you understand? Hello? Do, do you understand? So the worldly people, the worldly understanding of leadership or leadership is different from that of the church's understanding or Jesus' model of leadership. Do you understand? Now, Jesus' model of leadership is about servanthood and service. But the world's understanding of leadership is about position. So the worldly people say that if I get the position, I will get power, then I will get money. So everybody wants to be MCA, everybody wants to be an, a governor, everybody wants to be a president, everybody wants to be what again? Rep and whatever, you understand? Because they want a position to get power so they can get possession. So, so the worldly people don't mind what they do to get position. Because to them, position brings them power. And power brings them possession. <laughs> Did you get it? So, they can kill human beings to sacrifice to get the position. They can sacrifice, some of them can sacrifice their mothers because they want to become president, they want to become MCA, MCA, is it MCA or MC? MCA, some of them want to be senators, some of them want to be governors, so they want, they, anything they can do to get it because they need a position to get power and the power will make them get possession, money. But for us as Christians, are you there? For us as Christians, Jesus' understanding or Jesus' Jesus teaching on leadership is different from that. Amen. So, we are going to look at how Jesus sees all these. Amen. In the next few minutes. Amen. Amen. Now, African, the African mentality of leadership is also different. Because the African mentality of a leader is that I want to be a leader so that people will serve me. So, I'm going to be the I am the head of, I'm the pastor of Cornelia Church, so all of you must come to me if I come. That thing. You understand? But Jesus taught us that if you're going to be the leader, you must first of all be the servant. So, service is what makes you a leader and not position. Amen. So, leadership starts from servanthood. Amen. So we're going to look at Matthew chapter 20, verse 25 and 26. Matthew or Matthew. Matthew chapter 20, verse 25. Are you there? Are we together? So Jesus see, says that leadership is about servanthood. Being able to serve. So Jesus said in Matthew chapter 20, verse 25, the Bible says, but Jesus called them to himself and said, you know that the word Okay, so, so let me do that. Let me read now. The rulers of the Gentiles lord it over them. And those who are great exercise authority over them. Verse 26. Verse 26. Yet it shall, it shall not be so among you. But whoever desires to become great among you let him wow so for you to be a leader you must first of all be 
So, Jesus' understanding of who a leader in the church is, is that somebody who is a servant. So, learn how to serve. Are we there? Are we, are we together? So, greatness in leadership is not where you sit or having a complete authority over the people, but it's in your capacity to serve. Greatness in leadership has nothing to do. So, I'm sitting in the front row, so I'm a leader. No. I'm wearing this dress, so I'm a leader. No. It, there are people who are sitting on the front row, but they are virtually doing nothing. They are not leaders. So, leadership is not where you sit. Leadership is what you do. Amen. Did you write it? Oh, did you get it? So, leadership is not where we sit. Leadership is not the name people call you. Leadership is what you do. So, if you are a leader of your church, your various departments, what are you doing that makes you a leader? Hello? Number two, a leader is what the person who does something that others follow. So, what are you doing that others will follow or will, or will emulate? Your late coming? Are people following your late coming and as a result, they are also coming to church late? You're not a leader. Your gossip? There are some people, every gossip in the church circulates in their house. Hello? So, Jesus came to challenge a concept that a person does not need position to become a great leader. <laughs> so, and because uh, I am now, they have made me this, so I'm going, if I, if pastor makes me the head of Cornelia Church and everybody, the way I will work, hey, that person is not ready. After this session, you understand why that person is not ready. Amen. Great leadership begins when someone has the desire to serve. Great leadership begins when someone has the desire to serve. Wow. So if you don't have a, lead, a desire to serve, you can't be a leader. Great leadership begins when someone has the desire to serve. Great leadership begins when someone has a desire to serve. Great leadership begins when someone has a desire to serve. Great leadership begins when someone has a desire to serve. Great leadership begins when someone has a desire to serve. Amen. So, if you, are, if you don't have the desire to serve, you don't qualify for leadership. Amen. If you don't have the desire to serve, if you don't have the desire to make sure that things work better in the house of God, you don't, you are not, you don't qualify to be a leader. Are we there? Are we together? Please write this. A desire not to occupy a position, but to render a service. Is leadership. A desire 
a desire not to occupy a position. A desire not to occupy a position. A desire not to occupy a position, but to render service. So leadership, servant leadership is a desire not to occupy a position, but to render service. Did you get it? Servant leadership is a desire not to occupy a position, but to render service. So you are not a leader because you've been given a position, but you are willing to serve. Is somebody here? Did you get it? So great, are you there? Great leadership begins with servanthood and a desire to occupy a position. A, a desire not to occupy a position, but to render a service. What service are you rendering? Amen. Oh, amen. Now, in the process of rendering a service, a pathway is created where you occupy a position. I'm saying that a desire not to occupy a position, but to render a service is what makes you a leader, right? And now I'm saying that in the process of rendering a service, a pathway is created where you occupy a position. You understand? Who understands what I'm saying? Who can repeat what I said? Yes. Yes. Everyone listen to him. Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. So, you don't need a position to serve. You need to serve. And your service will create a position for you. <laughs> wow. So, position. Are you here? Did you get it? Should I repeat it? Who wants to repeat it again? Who wants to repeat it? Let's have a female to repeat what I said. Mm -hmm. A female, yes? Mm -hmm. Yes. So, in the process of rent, so you should be doing something. That's the process. You should be in the process of working without a position. And when you do it well, we give you a position. But some of you, you want the position before you do. No. No. Start doing something. That's what you are doing will qualify you for a position. Wow. <laughs> so, positions are not created to wait for leaders. No. Positions are not created to wait for leaders. Is somebody here? Positions are not created to wait for leaders. How many times has it been announced in this church? We need, there's a, vac a vacancy for associate pastor. Apply. Have you heard it before? There's a vacancy for head of Austrian department. Apply. There's a vacancy for choir leader. Apply. Okay, there's a vacancy for auto singer. In the process of doing it, 
we make you the this is an auto singer in the church. This is a tenor singer. But if you are not doing it, how will we know? So you don't need a position to do something. Start doing something and what you are doing will create a position for you. People that wait for position before they do something are not there for the thing to be done. They are there because of the position. But if, are you here? Oh my God, are you here in this house? Who can hear me? Amen. Uh, so I'm waiting for a pastor. Pastor says that if I serve the church for two weeks, you give me, you make me a pastor. So when he makes me a pastor, hmm, my first sermon I will preach. Eh? You are not a leader. You are not a leader. Start doing something. So positions are not created to wait for leaders. There is no position. There is no vacant position for you. My dear, you better create a position. Why am I saying all this? Okay. I'm going to use one gentleman to explain all this. Then I, I leave you to go. Amen. Oh, amen. amen. You see, there's this guy called David. You know David in the Bible? He's a very interesting man. The Bible says that one day, eh, not one day, but this guy was a shepherd boy, right? Oh, right? Was a shepherd boy. He's been taking care of his father's sheep, goats, cattle, and all that. And then, anytime he goes to take the sheep for grazing, to go and feed, the Bible says that he will sit somewhere and he will play the harp. And he'll be playing. And guess the, his audience. Guess the audience of a man playing the instruments, the keyboard, the bass guitar, the harp. Guess his audience. The sheep. I'm, 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 I'm taking you somewhere. The people who were supposed to listen to him were not listening to him. Sheep. Goats. Donkeys. Whatever. He was playing the, 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 the instruments to goats, sheep, cattles. Okay. This sheep and goat couldn't clap. Do they even have a taste for good music? But the guy never gave up. You come to church, you sing small, we don't clap, you get angry. His audience never celebrated him. They never clapped for him. They never, they never said, preach on! Preach it? Oh, today I was blessed by your song. They were doing, ma, ma. That's what they were doing. And, and David, David doesn't understand because the man they were doing is a, is a sound for cry, happy, anger, He couldn't get people, listen to me, he couldn't get people that could appreciate him for what he's doing. Listen to me. You don't need appreciation. 
to do the things you have been called to do. <laughs> Hello? Now, so when David was playing the harp, the instruments and all that on the field, and the sheep were grazing, one day, God created a problem. Saul had a problem. King Saul had a problem. The Bible says that an evil spirit from the Lord started tormenting Saul. And Saul woke up and said, listen to me, my people. I am being tormented by a spirit. I need deliverance. But this kind of deliverance I need, I need a deliverance from somebody who plays an instrument. Guess what? One day somebody went to Saul and said, King, I know a man. I have not spoken to him before. He has not seen me before. But when the father's sheep, and he's a good singer, and I perceive he has seven characteristics you need. Number one, as I look at him from afar, he's good looking. You are a singer who is going to the rubbish dump and coming to sing. <laughs> Everything smelling. And you're coming to you are an usher. When you open your mouth to say caribou, every forty falls down. Because of the the fragrance of your worship. He said, as I look at him, he is a goodly man. He's he's nice. Number two. Listen, the guy spoke about him before talking about his skill. He fears the Lord. Somebody he hasn't spoken to. He was just watching him. And he's skillful and cunning in playing. And he said, the king said, go and fetch him from the house of Jesse. And they brought him into the palace. The guy was to be on the field. His skill brought him to the palace. In the palace, there was no space for a worship leader. What he was doing. He created space for himself. The worship leader of the king. That was David. If I want to talk about David, I will go on and on and on. And now, are you here? Finally, he became the king. But look at the process. Let me leave David. Are you here? Let's pick a character like Joseph. You know Joseph. He was a dreamer. And he was dreaming many, many dreams. His brothers hated him. 
and they threw him out. Are you here? Are you listening to me? Hello? When, listen, please listen to me. When he was in prison, there was no interpreter of a dream for the king. The guy interpreted a dream in the, in the prison. And his interpretation of a dream made him the king's dream interpreter. They took him from wherever he is and then brought him to the king's palace. When he entered the king's palace, are you here? Are you here? His, the king, listen to me. In the, in the history of, the, of, 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 of Egypt, of these Egyptians and all, there was nothing like a prime minister. Ever listen to me, I'm closing with this. There was nothing like a prime minister. A prime minister, that position of a prime minister was created by Joseph. Wow. Read the Bible. There was nothing like a prime Who is the first prime minister in Egypt? In fact, who is the first prime minister in the Bible? That guy. But how did he became, how did he create that position? The guy was doing things and the king saw that he was doing well. And the king said, because you are doing well, come and take care of everything, including myself, except my wife. Why am I saying except my wife? That is why when the wife talked, he went to prison. Because of all the things Joseph was in charge of, the wife was not part. He's in charge of everything except the wife. <laughs> Hello? So, so what made the king put him in charge of everything, excluding the wife? The food the king will eat, Joseph was in charge. The dress, the wardrobe, the car, everything. What made him? Joseph never had the position where he was coming from. In his father's house. The only thing he had was the cloth of many colors. Can you imagine? So his service created a position for him. And the king said, because of this service you are rendering you're going to be in charge of all my province and you're going to be the prime minister of Egypt. Service. So there was no position created to be occupied, but there was a service to create a position. The next position you need will be created by your service. You didn't hear me. Amen. So in conclusion, I can't finish everything. I have to leave you. In conclusion, positions are created to accommodate a skill. Write this one. This one is very important to me. If you don't like it, write it for me. After the service, you give it to me for free. If you don't like, write it, if you don't like it, you give it to me after service. I will take it, gladly take it. In fact, I will pay you for giving it to me. Because it's very important to me myself. Positions are created to accommodate a scale. A competence that has been shown by someone. Wow. If the audiovisuals can type it for me, please type it very boldly somewhere because I want to show you something. Positions are created to accommodate a skill, a competence that has been shown by someone. Wow. 
Positions. Odivisions, are you helping me there? Positions are created to accommodate a skill, a competence that has been shown by someone. Are you okay? Should I come again? Should I come again? You're okay. Who can say it for who can read it to me? Somebody read it for me. One go. Yes. Okay, so if you are done writing, underline a skill, a competence, and shown by someone. These are the controlling words in this statement. And I'm, I'm going to end with this one. Wow. <laughs> are you there? I thought the officials are helping me there. Positions are created to accommodate a skill, a competence that has been shown by someone. Wow. So, for someone to occupy a position, he must have a skill. He must demonstrate a skill. He must demonstrate a competence. That means, if you don't know how to do anything, you don't qualify for a position. Good afternoon. God bless you. Oh, wow. Amen. Amen.